Hello, everybody. Richard C. Wilson here at the Family Office Club podcast. I'm excited to have my friend here, Dr. Harry Clore. Welcome, Harry. Hey, it's great to be here. Yeah, so Dr. Clore is the CEO and founder of Beyond Imagination. Um, his company has developed the most advanced AI brain because of its multifunctionality of being able to sense and feel and really mimic the actions, the physical actions of a human being. He's going to go into it and describe it much better than, than I can in just a second. But essentially, part of the training is a human actually going in the suit and almost like muscle memory of watching another human and your neurons firing when you watch somebody else play soccer or shoot a basketball. Uh, the computer learns not just from programming and, and normal inputs, but through physical action. So pretty exciting stuff. And um, Tony Robbins is one of the board members, investors with Beyond Imagination, as well as Raker as well, which you know many of you will recognize that name from the Singularity is Near uh, book is published. Um, so for those of you who are future-minded, AI robot, super geeks, uh, you'll definitely know Raker as well. Um, why don't you explain just a little bit more, Dr. Clore, about what you guys are doing? I've got a bunch of questions for you, but we'll try to keep this whole interview to around 20 minutes. So even if you're real busy, you'll get a great kind of snapshot here of, of what's going on with Beyond Imagination. Sure. Um, so first, I'll just jump in for everyone, whether they're, they're a business or an investor, is we're now entering the AI uh, generation. Um, in the next five to 10 years, businesses that don't integrate AI into their systems will just go extinct. Um, and the world is waking up to that since GPT-3 came out, 4 just came out a couple of days ago. We are leading the world in terms of an AI brain. So we take these billions of dollars, in fact, hundreds of billions of dollars have been in various different AI engines and have assembled a brain much like the human brain. So your brain has lobes. We use these AI engines to have lobes. Then we have our proprietary cognitive engine that dynamically is own touch, uh, motion planning, uh, natural language programming. So for instance, GPT-4 is one of our lobes. And uh, what this does is it creates a, a brain that can learn to do anyone's task. Uh, and once you learn the task, you can assemble those to take on any profession. Now, of course, just like we're having this conversation, uh, while the software is doing all the work, you have to have a way to, to interact with it. So we have built the world's most advanced humanoid robot. So our AI is called Beyondi AI, and the robot is called Beyondi. And we have been training it for two and a half years uh, and have shown that it can pick up any human tool, can basically go through any interaction. And I'll pause there before I jump into the training. Yeah, sure. So... This is interesting because there's so many applications of this. And many times with ChatGPT, there are applications a lot of time related to content, but this has applications all over manual uh, workforce, medical, manufacturing. And some of the benefits we were talking about when you were at our Investor Club Summit recently and before we started this call was just that you know you can be having them work three shifts a day. They could work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um they don't call in because they have a dentist appointment or got sick or got bored and decided to go work somewhere else. And now you lost the training of that person, have to pass on the training. They just get smarter and smarter and smarter. So, so many benefits to having a workforce made up when you can 
of robots. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit or go a little bit deeper on, on the functionality sure. of it all. Yeah, um, let me address that because I think that gets people very excited in the business as well as investors. So we use robots as a service similar to SaaS. Uh, so you hire the robot. Our value proposition is unbeatable. We go to a business. Uh, we say, uh, if, you're, if you're paying your employee 50, 60, 70, $80,000, we say, okay, you can hire our, our robot. We will train the AI brain to do the job. And you pay them the exact wage of one employee. However, our robot will work two or three shifts, depending upon your business, seven days a week. Uh, by example, hospitals, we have eight hospitals lined up right now because they want to learn. Uh, first thing we're going to do is surgical techs. And that's the guy who hands the instruments to the surgeon. And the key there is, is they are cost about $80,000 or more once you put in all the taxes and benefits. Um, and instead, if you pay $80,000 to, to us, that's going to replace three to five uh, employees that you'd be doing for that job. And in fact, free up that money so you can hire them to do more one-on-one -on -one nursing. Right, right. You get a huge reoccurring revenue. The cost of the robot at scale will be about 50K. So uh, the robot will run for 10 years. So for investors, you can imagine, okay, this is a money printing operation. Uh, right. Math on just 50,000 times a million units, you'll see the potential. Sure, sure. I don't, I don't know if you can share how much you've invested to get it to this point, if it's $50 million or $100 million. I mean, it sounds like a very advanced technology, of course, right? Yeah, so... Uh, Ray and myself and Dean have all worked for about 20 years in terms of planning uh, the launch of this company because we had to wait for technology to catch up. So, for instance, our first patent in the company is by Ray Kurzweil is in 2012. The company was launched in 2018. Okay. Many hundreds of millions of prior development has gone in that we could leverage but not have to put into the company so that the value isn't absurd. In terms of actual money, we've done two price rounds and a safe note. Um, our safe note is at 125 cap. Our last round was a $3 million round at 25 million cap in May of 2019. Um, and it's because of that 20-year lead-up that's allowed us to jump forward. Right, right. Yeah, that's amazing. You see people who go on Shark Tank and they spent $3 million developing their new pasta made out of hemp or their mobile app that doesn't do anything yet. And it's just... Uh, very, very simple mobile app. So um, that's great. And then what about concerns around, um, oh, AI is going to take over the world uh, or AI is going to put everyone out of work and these big tech companies dominate our lives and now they're going to make all of us homeless because they can do all of our jobs. You know, what, what, what would you say to those types of kind of futuristic naysayers that are kind of in denial of, of where things are going? So first I'll say recent studies shown for the last 140 years of technological progress, this prediction has been made every time. And in fact, it always leads to higher paying job, higher pro uh, prosperity and higher living standards. In the case of AI and our, our system for robotics, um, it's going to lead to saving lives. For instance, we have a shortage, massive shortage worldwide of, of nurses. We're going to free up nurses to do one-on-one -on -one work and be able to get more surgeries done. So every day people are dying because there are not enough nurses, not enough techs uh, in order to have the operations. Uh, the same thing for elder care. There's just not enough people to take care of the elderly. 
So they get sick and they die earlier than they should. Um, so it's really, if you care about people, um, I care about people living in their quality of life. And in the long term, the biggest concern I think a lot of people have is they go to the grocery store and they see inflation. These systems are going to lower your cost of energy, lower your cost of food, lower your cost of everything, because as labor costs go down, your prosperity will go up and you'll actually go out and be partnering with AI to do something more creative. Right, right. So you are either the only person or one of the only people that's earned two PhDs at the same time. Um, you're working on this very futuristic company. You have recruited one of the most well-known, famous business people alive today, Tony Robbins. So obviously you're an intelligent person or you wouldn't be running this company and you wouldn't be able to earn two PhDs at the same time. But, but I'm personally curious, how do you get the attention of a Ray Kurzweil, of a Tony Robbins, how, what could you share with others on how you've been able to put together such a strong founding team, which is going to be, you know, a big foundation to your success, obviously. So uh, I guess, of course, you shouldn't brag, but it's because of my creativity and, and my brilliance, quite frankly, I've worked with them uh, for about 20 years. So I've worked with Ray going back to the original X Prize, worked with Ray on Singularity University, same thing with Dean, um, work with Tony. Uh, and the key, of course, is to follow Tony's philosophy, which is, what can I first do for you? That's why you and I are friends. It's, what can I first do for you? Because if, if you realize I can do something for you, then if I need help, then you'll do it for me. So, and that's, of course, I didn't make that up. I thought of it by myself, but Tony preaches that all the time. Right. Yeah. He does do that all the time. And immediately after saying on stage that we needed help with um, billionaires.com, because we've interviewed about 25 billionaires here, it came up, made an introduction. We had the interview done in less than 24 hours um, with, with uh, someone he introduced us to. So it was amazingly helpful. So I, obviously I've seen you live that in real time and I uh, definitely appreciate that help. Um, can you talk a little bit more about how it is possible to have an AI brain that actually senses touch, feeling, I mean, to a non-computer programmer, to a normal family office human being listening to this, you know, how, how complex is that? Or how is that even possible? Because, you know, it seems like everyone else with ChatGPT, it's more, it's more flat. It's not three-dimensional. You're not feeling and touching and sensing things. It's creating content off of a vast machine learning library of, of data, I'm assuming. Yeah, so let's take ChatGPT4, which just came out. And of course, you know about MidJourney. GPT4 is mixing images and text. These are just huge um, pattern recognition, but then they have a way of getting rid of the garbage as well. So uh, these are pre-trained transforms. So it's actually GPT is generative pre-trained transforms. And that's, that works for text, works for audio, and it works for images. And that's because that's the way your computer interfaces. We've built a humanoid life form, basically a humanoid robot that can feel, that can move, uh, that has sight and sound. And so we mix all those things that you're, you're aware of, but with the motion and the haptics. Uh, and so that you create basically you. We don't have ta taste uh, or smell right now. Um, and so the brain has, an, has a robot that you, you jump into. So how do you jump into it? You just put on uh, a VR uh, headset and we have a proprietary way that we can capture 
uh, all your actions. And so you're a cook, you go and cook something through the robot. Then we take that data and it begins to create um, the AI brains uh, learning to create the transform so that it can do that itself. Right. Through actually three reinforcement learning processes until it does that. So same sort of data, uh, except you're just adding in new sensors and uh, making it much more multimodal. Got it. Got it. Um, and then in terms of your partnerships, like we have some family offices in our network and the family office club that are on the boards of companies who have invested in other companies who own hospitals, et cetera. What are two or three types of business partners, large corporations or publicly traded entities that you would be looking to attract for beyond imagination that might be worth more than money? Um, I know you talked about earlier today about your, your, I think it's a WeFunder campaign you have going, and we can talk about that in just a second. But sometimes what's even more powerful is a, a blue chip company is publicly traded, partnering and, and giving distribution or working with you in some way. What would be your top one to three types of partners that we could help you attract perhaps through this recording? So first in the medical area, because we're going out for surgical tech, uh, but we, you know, we have customers lining up who want us to go into other areas. I have a vineyard company that hires employees that would love just to replace them all <laughs> with robots. Be much more effective if they could work 24 hours instead of seven and not uh, have injuries. So first medical, and then you know manufacturing, but hospitality. It's uh, really like a human. Where could a human work? That's where we can work. Uh, but we are also opening a round, raising 15 to 20. Um, we were in Saudi Arabia in October. Before we launched the round, uh, the public investment fund took us to the Future Investment Initiative, paid us over a quarter of a million dollars in expenses to bring the robot and the team. So we have big appeal, um, but I'm uh, really focused right now on getting the hospitals, uh, the robots, and getting them trained up. So all the money that we're raising, it's primarily going to be going into training of the AI to learn that specific job. Because it's just like you're, you may be born with a brain, but you have to learn the skill. Right, right. Makes sense. And then how many, how many years will it be before the first robot is sold to somebody? Um, it's not given away for free as a beta test, but it's like a, an actual sale made and they're using it. And then, you know, five, 10, 20 robots come out one year and then you're selling 50 robots the next year or 200 the next year. Like what's, what's that timeline really look like for something that sounds so advanced now. So um, I have an SOW for the first one, actually for grow boxes. And we have these eight hospitals lining up to get the first eight um, there. We have a VAR uh, subdivision of the company for what we call the nurse chapel line. We'll be having different lines of the robot, same brain, different training. Um, and so this year we'll be rolling out. We, we are expecting the hospitals to, pay advanced um, money. Um, and uh, we'll also be paying our share to train the AI. Uh, so we expect revenue uh, sometime this fall. Um, and so unlike other deep tech companies where you just stay in the lab forever, or you just do demos, um, our, we're about making products. And that's, that's what the entire company philosophy is. So that's why we're already going to be, well, we're gonna be training, on, it's like on the job training. <laughs> so right. Robots will be doing other things, having a human do it, um, and then having it learn. So uh, that's our approach, and we've done that in all of our businesses and been highly successful. 
right? And the, <clears throat> I imagine the market, the future market for this is is so massive. The market right now is so massive that is there going to be a type of a like an Uber type effect of like, well, gain a ton of market share because the market is just going to value you at you know billions of dollars, and so you'll get more value. Just you know, it doesn't matter how much money you're you're burning per month because the valuation keeps going higher, and the investors want you to go as fast as possible to grab market share before Google and Apple, you know, come in or, you know, Tesla comes in with robots, et cetera, or like, what's your mindset on the scaling of the company? So that's the beauty of, of the AI approach. Once it learns the job, mm -hmm. these hospitals, I can now create an unlimited number of surgical techs. Now, when I teach it to work in the kitchen, I can create an unlimited number of cooks, um, and they, of course, uh, it doesn't need to learn from the human all things. It just needs to learn the cooking techniques. And then it can be fed in a recipe of what needs to be done. Uh, mm -hmm. Just like an engineer doesn't learn, he learns his skills and then it can apply them. Uh, and what happens is you have an omni brain that learns all of these things. And each job you're learning and task helps advance the other ones as well. Just like in real life. If you play tennis, that's going to help you uh, in and planning and strategy. Uh, if you want to be a fencer as well, well, the, the tennis work will help you be in fencing. Uh, the same thing here. So the cooking job is helped by the surgical tech, which is helped by the guy working in construction, which is helped by the, the, the hotel staff. Uh, and so over time, you can scale. So we're very, very scalable. And that's the key. So imagine dollars uh, times a million units that you're hiring out after the first year, uh, you've already paid for the robot. So the rest of that is just uh, maintenance and some other costs. You get 65% margins on billions of dollars per unit and you get reincurring revenue for, for 10 years. Right, right. That's exactly why uh, Elon wants to go and basically not sell Teslas at some point and just basically rent them out because it's like, it's a better model to be in the subscription business. Right. So that's just where you guys are starting from the beginning, I guess. Right. Yeah. And in fact, um, big admirer of Elon and, uh, Elon is, is now trying to chase us. Um, and he's just starting off. Um, and it's actually good. I've, I'm actually been building the entire industry. I created yeah. uh, a, a $10 million prize back in 2016 to advance, uh, this marketplace. And, uh, and you don't have to take my word for it. Elon says this is going to be worth more than the car market. And it will. It's like, wow. it's like having, what if you started Tesla, but there were no cars on the market? How much <laughs> there, right. there are many, many, many trillion dollar companies. We will be one of them. And I fully believe it will be a multi, multi trillion dollar company um, because we have that Apple Tesla potential. Um, and we don't expect to be programming it to... We, we expect thousands of other companies to go, okay, we're going to get these robots for this thing and we'll, we're going to train it. So just like the iPhone has created all kinds of other businesses, our platform is going to create all kinds of other businesses because right. it's the important part. I expect hundreds of other robot companies to come out, including Tesla's robot, and they can then apply our brain. Great. So Dr. Claire, where is the best place for somebody to reach out in terms of contact details or next steps to look at your work more? So I would suggest that they go to uh, wefunder.com slash Beomni. That's B-E-O-M-N-I. And they can also go to beomni.ai, uh, which is our official website. Um, our big project, of course, is the Beomni AI brain. So uh, check us out on WeFunder or 
uh, at our website. Great. Awesome. Thank you.